It felt like the world had conspired against the Utah Jazz. They headed to Detroit, who had lost 24 straight without Lowry Markkinen, without Taylor Horton Tucker, without Jordan Clarkson, without Keontae George, and on the back end of a back-to-back. And the sports book said the Pistons were favored. But no, the Jazz clutched up with numerous great performances. Postcast is next. Ron Boone will be joining me, I think. You are Locked On Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Ron Boone just head faked me in a masterful way because he left and he came back and I thought we were ready to go and he wasn't. So I will now lead off the show tonight and um, get you going. So the Jazz hold off to beat the Pistons in what feels like, it almost feels absurd, right? They've lost 25 straight, but it feels like a big win. And in a sense, I don't want to call it a big win, but it's a, you didn't want to be the team. You didn't want to be the team tonight. And the Jazz, after a very slow start, allowing 8 of 8 at the rim in the opening moments of the game, were able to slow down their rim attacks, force Detroit into what they're weak at, get them into the half court, <coughs> slow down the game, improve defensively. They were able to take a two-point lead at the end of one. They led by six at the half and led by two uh, at the end as they headed to the fourth quarter and never relinquished the lead in the fourth quarter of this game as the Detroit Pistons lose their 25th straight. The Pistons have only led in five of the 25 in the fourth quarter. They've only allowed in their last seven, they've only allowed, or the last 12, excuse me, they've only led for a minute 44 in the fourth quarter. And the Jazz were able uh, to hold on tonight. Chris Dunn did a masterful job for a period of the game, kind of controlling the game, taking it over one-on-one, getting in the lane. He had 11 points and 10 assists. The story of the night, though, is the ever-changing version of basketball that we see out of Kelly Olenek, as Kelly had 27 points, three rebounds, and six assists tonight. But the 27 points, much needed, without Lowry Markin, without Jordan Clarkson, without Keontae George, without Taylor Horton Tucker. Somebody had to pick up that, that scoring range, and it was Kelly Olenek tonight on 10 of 16 shooting, 3 of 6 and 3. Uh, and he conducted the offense out of the high post a great deal tonight and was absolutely uh, awesome in that. Uh, interesting emotions here. I will share with you, you know, if you look at these comments here from everybody else on, on this, is that maybe the fans felt the same things the players did. I will tell you, in my opinion, it was a pensive environment around the Jazz since last night when they lost to Cleveland. There was just a feeling of, oh, dear goodness, are we going to be the ones? And you did not want to be the team. And the Jazz were absolutely, uh, I, I think, aware of it. The, the plane had an, an energy to it last night in a short flight that felt different than we felt before. This team is, you know, Will Hardy's always saying, like, hey, during the game, I have no perspective. But after games, I have perspective um, on where we are and what we're doing. And we need to have conviction of where we're going. But it was clear to me that, Tonight, the Utah Jazz uh, group wanted this win badly. They, And I think as much for the coaching staff as anyone else. Well, the players didn't want to be the team either that lost to the Pistons after 24 losses. They've now lost 25. Only two teams in NBA history, the 2010 and 2011 Cleveland Cavaliers and the Philadelphia 76ers 2013-14 team uh, lost 26 in a row as well. Uh, good fourth quarter tonight by the Jazz. Cleveland. Uh, Detroit is now 1-11 in the clutch. Uh, Julie 
with our and few, I think that um, sums it up a little bit uh, on how people felt on this one. Lacey, the same thing. That's a big relief, and maybe that's the better way to say it than a big win. Certainly a big relief. It was interesting. Uh, Dwayne Casey and I just chatted for a minute, and he was like, I loved Kelly Olenek. I just loved Kelly Olenek when we had him. Um, and that's, you know, Kelly makes those kind of plays, and that's what he is capable of uh, when you – in numerous ways. He can do the assist like he did the other night. He's not a great defensive player, so you have to find a way to figure that out, but he just makes everyone around him better offensively, and he can do so many uh, different things in this game. The real story to me, though, was how the defense changed after the early going. The early opening defense was as bad as I've seen out of the Utah Jazz in a long time, and that was um, they allowed... The opening 10 shots, eight of them were at the rim, and they were eight of eight at the rim. And they just didn't understand their pick-and-roll coverage. Just thing. Walker came in the game, altered what happened. They then ended up shooting just one of two from the rim at the rim the rest of that game, the quarter. In the second quarter, they were just six of 13 at the rim. 13's a lot. Excuse me, six of 11. Uh, check it. Those numbers are wrong. Uh, five of 11 at the rim. 11's a lot, but five is not. Then in the third quarter, they were just three of four at the rim. So you could see the Jazz making improvements as the night went on. In the final number of the night, they were 19 of 29, which means they were just two of four in the fourth quarter. So the Pistons, after getting eight of their first 10 shots at the rim, only got eight shots at the rim in the entire second half. To me, that's actually the biggest story of the night, where the Jazz forced the Pistons back into what the Pistons don't do well, which is playing half-court offense and getting in and making baskets. We had Kristen Spear on our stats tonight, and she was charting easy baskets. That was one of the things we were looking at. And in the third through the um, opening, uh, looking back through Kristen's notes, that we gave no easy baskets to Detroit in the second quarter. Um, and then in the third quarter, we gave them only one easy basket. And I don't think we gave up many at all in the fourth quarter. So, Exactly what we said, kind of easy and easy, we determined as transition, easy back cuts, offensive rebound follows, things of that sort, where they don't have, where they score outside of their half court because they are incapable of scoring at any decent rate uh, with their roster as it is in the half court. And that's why they're on a 25 game losing streak. So the Jazz were able to exploit that out of them uh, tonight. And the Jazz were able to do that. Uh, here's a perspective from a Pistons fan. Says we're a joke of a franchise till further notice. Uh, the crowd was chanting, sell the team, and he's inclined to agree. Um, at the very least, they should fire the front office. Monty Williams is not going to get fired as the head coach. He's on the biggest contract of any coach ever um, in NBA history, I think. Maybe Greg Popovich is bigger now, but when Monty signed, it was the biggest contract ever by a head coach, and he is. So they, are, they have Monty Williams here um, for a while to see how he – you know, and I guess they'll find out whether that was a good decision or not. But they are, they are, they are embedded uh, with him for a while. Uh, Simone Fontecchio hit four threes, which are monstrous. Will Hardy had a really good game out of timeouts tonight as well. That's worth mentioning. Is that Will uh, made a had about three or four possessions straight out of timeouts tonight, where the Jazz were able to uh, get buckets, get those little extra points, win on the fringes um, as well. Uh, there, John Collins played. Uh, kind of all over the place tonight. Some backup center, some some with a wing. Walker, he played 31. Walker played 20. Walker had 10 uh, rebounds tonight. It was plus 17 in his 17 minutes. I thought Walker really changed the game uh, with his presence. John Collins uh, 
had eight rebounds, made some big plays late, uh, and the Jazz ended up with 15 steals tonight, which might be, you know, the biggest stories of the night as the Pistons turned it over 20 times on what turned out to be about 25% of their possessions, which is a really, really high rate. I think Ron Boone's going to join us for the final three minutes of the show. Yeah, you're just in time. We got three minutes just left. Just in time to pick the the, the, the player, player for the. Well, what was your what What are your thoughts or impressions on this one before before they get sick of hearing from me anymore? <laughs> the impression was, that's what everyone's saying. <laughs> exactly. Like it's a big, big few win, not a big win. It's a big few win. Yeah. yeah. Like so, you you would agree with me that the the tension and the of not being the team was real. Okay, it, it was. Yes, it was. It was real. When you win and you're tight, were they tight when they're playing the game? I mean, Kelly Olenek sure wasn't. Right. You know, he was spot on with what he was doing. But sometimes in pressure games like this and the whole world is watching, you, you tighten up. All of a sudden, shots come up short. And stupid fouls and mistakes. There was plenty of them, but not enough to lose to the Pistons. Phew. So I'm with them. Yeah. You know, exactly. Um, the one thing the Jazz did really well tonight is the Pistons never really went on runs. They never lost control of the rope tonight in this game, and that's something that's been happening. A lot of road games is last there were three or four multiple runs by the Cavaliers. What did they do, or did the Pistons do that allowed the Jazz to not give up runs? You know, they their defense is terrible. I mean, well, I won't say terrible, but it's not, not good, good enough. It's got to be good enough to 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 win basketball games. Obviously, what happens when your defense is terrible and your offense is terrible? You lose twenty five oh, straight. Yes, you win yes, twenty five straight. Yeah. Um, and the next two ball games against Brooklyn at home and away, um, it just that streak just might continue. They probably get one of those, don't they? At some point, you would hope they've got to win a game at some point. You would think. Well, the problem is honestly, just about them for a second. They're thirtieth in the league in three point shot attempts. They only took thirty tonight. So they don't have that, like, one night where they could get hot because they don't actually take enough threes to get a hot. So they're always at a disadvantage in that regard. So, like, the reason other teams, like, we could never, we take so many threes, I don't think we could, I hope, uh, I don't jinx us, but we could never go on a 20-game losing streak because at some point we'd hit 50% of our threes and just win a game. They don't take enough threes, like, to win a game. Like, if they had been hot tonight from three, they would have had another four threes and we still would have won. Yeah. But the big thing is, we talked about this before the ball game. You asked me what I was looking for. I wanted the Jazz to play a little bit faster, but we didn't want them to turn the ball over. And Pistons ended up turning it over 21 times. They gave up 27 points off those turnovers. We got to do what other people have done to us. Right, exactly. Um, what do you think of Kelly tonight? Kelly was just awesome. Totally awesome. He made, um, I'm, I'm sure, I don't know if you checked into this, this has got to be his season high shot attempts. Yeah, probably. Probably season high field goals. Yeah. Um, and it, it, he made a couple of unbelievable practice shots. Kelly Lynch <laughs> tonight. Yes. Kelly, that, but he was just the player I thought that was very much under control. Um, and uh, he was, uh, Will was just glad to have him out yeah. there on the floor. Super know? interesting what he's able to do every night. Like he just changes his game depending on what you need out of him on a given night. He gets lost some nights, assists some nights. Scores 27 other nights. You know, you, you, you hear guys like Luka, Doncic, and, and Jokic, and guys like that that you can't speed them up. Kelly, you can't speed up, and, and I don't think he can speed himself up. You right. know, he, he just has that 
pace and awkward, like drives to the basket with the big steps, and, and he just, but he just flat out gets the job done. So obviously, you know who what who star the games are. Right. You know. Well, who's your second star tonight? Uh, Obaji. Okay, and let's talk about what he did. Hits him above the break threes, and we talked to him post game. He said like. the floor so the jazz we might have gone black there for a second but we're back with you so the jazz win it tonight final score 1-8-19-1-11 our stars are kelly linick and, and ochai baji and let's all do it together ready on three one two three <laughs> have a good night we now send you to the first ever 24 7 national sports stream on youtube locked on sports today thanks so much Locked on Jazz will return tomorrow. I did not have a voice this morning, so we did not do one, and I will be with you from tomorrow from Toronto. Have a good one.